Perfect. <coughs> okay, I think we are ready right here. Okay, let's get started. Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Danny here from California. Good to see you again. Uh, we do this session on real estate investing every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, California time where we talk about real estate investing, shockingly enough. Um, this session is open to the public. You are most welcome to bring your own questions uh, regarding real estate investing. I hope I'll be able to answer them. Um, your questions are most welcome, relevant to the topic that I typically bring, and it can be questions on other topics as well. I do it in English because this is open to the public and we get participants watching the live and the recording uh, from different parts of the country, different parts of the world, actually. Uh, so it's always a pleasure. And that's the main reason, if you're asking yourself, why I'm doing it in English. That is the reason, and I'm based in California. Uh, this recording will be available here on, the face, on Facebook uh, after, you know, uh, after we're done for viewing. It also goes at the same time. We're uh, streaming it right now to YouTube and Ah, can pick it up. We're doing the podcast as well. All three channels at the same time, so you can consume and benefit from this information, um, however suits you best. YouTube, Facebook, uh, and on our podcast. Good. I'll have my I have my topic, which is going to talk about you know uh, using the current times to uh, to benefit uh, benefiting you from buying, um, and uh, probably going to take about I don't know ten minutes or so. And throughout, you're most welcome to bring your own questions regarding the topic or regarding, you know, real estate investing. I'll be happy to address them as well. Perfect. Let's get started with today's topic. And I wanted to do it short and simple and talk about how can you benefit from the current times we are seeing, you know, in the real estate, uh, um, uh, in, the real, in the U.S. real estate. I'm only talking about the U.S. real estate. So what are we seeing right now? We're seeing probably... An emerging two periods, uh, you know, some, it's real estate, it's, it's, it's hard to see the trends as they're happening. It's more, it's easier to see trends, you know, once they're uh, behind us. Uh, we are seeing, you know, a seasonal trend and we're seeing economical trend. The seasonal trend is that um, during um, October, November, December, January, mainly November and December, typically... There are less, you know, uh, um, real estate tends to not everywhere, but there's a tendency to slow down. Why? A lot of the U.S. homes, uh, households, are very busy with the holiday season, okay? We see it uh, with Thanksgiving in November and uh, Christmas in December. So a lot of, not a lot of people tend to make changes during the, this period of, of, uh, of time. So this is something you could probably see every year um, during that time. Now, I got to tell you, um, it's not that there's no activity, right? I have purchased and I've sold properties during that time. I've rented properties during that, you know, those months. It just means probably a little bit slower activity altogether. So if you're a seller, you got to be a little bit more patient. Okay, I got a hiccup on Facebook. Hopefully, uh, um, that's still... Can you guys see me, hear me? If you can do a thumbs up, I got a little uh, glitch here or refresh request, and I'm not sure what's going on. Yep, I was kicked out of Facebook.
One, two, three. So we, I apologize for the hiccup. Um, Facebook just kicked me out. I don't know what happened. Uh, first time this is happening. I'll wait. So bear with me while I wait for a few seconds uh, while we resume. Thank you for uh, for the uh, being patient. That those things do happen. Okay. Okay, so as I was saying, and I apologize for the hiccup, and thank you for, uh, for being patient. As I was saying, we are seeing two, two, um, two uh, kind of periods uh, uh, coming together. One is the season, right? Real estate tends to be slower during the winter months due to the holidays, due to the weather. Not everywhere the weather is harsh. Uh, so that's something we typically see. And again, I apologize for the hiccup with, uh, with the live. Um, and if you are a buyer, this is actually a good opportunity to be a buyer. I I've done a lot of purchases during the winter because there's less competition. Tends to be, not always. Uh, the second thing that we're seeing, you know, emerging patterns out there uh, that we are seeing overall in multiple markets around the country is that we're seeing that um, uh, there's a slowness in real estate activity, okay? which translates not to a declining market. It could, but it's not necessarily what this is hinting. It's more uh, um, showing us that houses are sitting a little bit longer, uh, uh, prices are stabilizing, and they're not com continuing to move on, um, you know, on, the, on the strong or fast or high acceleration price increase. There's probably still an increase, but instead of going fast up, it's probably going to continue to going slow up. Okay? So there's a, probably a transition from a very strong seller's market that we have been experiencing for the past few, few years to a more relaxed market, maybe you know, moving towards uh, a little bit uh, towards uh, a buyer's market. Not seeing that, but maybe that's happening. Now, um, in my humble opinion, I don't think we're going into, and I could be wrong, of course, I don't think we're going to an you know, economical downturn. Uh, well, let me just say it this way. I don't know about that. But real estate-wise, um, unlike 10 years ago when we suffered the, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the big uh, crash, um, a lot of the things, you know, real estate-wise, mortgages-wise, economy-wise, there are a lot of things that were done incorrectly that led to that crash, okay? Uh, subprime and, you know, and, you know, and, 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 and bad lending practices. After the crash in the past 10 years, uh, you know, real estate is not, has, is not as uh, um, uh, exposed. A lot of transactions that were done in the past 10 years, many, many transactions with cash. So that means much stronger uh, uh, you know, uh, real estate purchases. Um, investors were buying uh, with a higher down payment, 20% or 30%. And those uh, loans for investors, so 5 and 10% down, 
no, no longer exist. So we got ma many uh, the the mortgages out there has gotten to be a little bit more uh, um, conservative, a little safer even for homeowners. So altogether, the real estate is actually not in a bad real estate. You know, in terms of uh, mortgages and exposure, is not as in a bad uh, is not in in a bad place as it was ten years ago before the crash, ten plus years ago. So that, that means real estate wise, we're not necessarily going into a real estate crash. I'm not suspecting that. But every once in a while, we know that um, cycles in, you know, in the economy, an upturn and downturn are happening, and, may, and maybe we're going into one of those. Now, if you are someone who wants to buy real estate, here's a couple of things you want to keep in mind. Number one, I was always attracted to markets around the U.S. that are strong economically, that have, have strong economical base. Because my assumption is that if I'm going to buy a rental property and hold it for 10, 15 years, we're definitely going to see one or two cycles of downturn. And when you're in a, you know, in a metro around the country that has a good economical base, a good local, you know, local economy and strong and diversified, and it's showing growth in jobs and population, um, and, the, you know, and the real estate and the economy is rather stable, that will help you stay or purchase in a, in a more stable place when that downturn hits. So you want to keep that in mind. Um, and going to strong places, big, you know, big metros, strong metros, diversified metros, uh, and metros that are showing growth, right? Some investors are very attracted just to the number. I want to buy this $60,000 home in the middle of nowhere, or maybe not in the middle of nowhere, but not necessarily in a, in a local strong economy, not realizing when the economy dips, this house will probably suffer, right? If you buy that house in, in a strong economy, you know, surrounded by a strong economy, it will help. It will help you uh, uh, weather or, or um, um, weather or uh, go, uh, go through, pass through the hard time that, that will probably will come. Now, more specifically, what can you do, right? So anytime the market is slowing down, is it, it, it for a seasonal reason or for economical reason, economical trends reason, this is an opportunity for you to buy, to be as a buyer, to be a buyer, because that means you will probably have, you, you probably have the upper hand. So you can track houses that have been sitting a little bit longer on the market and make, you know, lower offers. Um, you can actually see houses that have been, you know, re listed again, you know, all those information is out there. Um, you know, try, you know, I would be very patient, in, you know, in the sense that I would, Instead of just giving you know sellers what they're asking or close to what they're asking, I would say you know what I'd rather make a good deal. I'm probably going to need to make 15, 20 offers, um, you know, uh, um, on houses that are sitting there for some time. Hopefully, to get one of one of them, maybe two, at a much lower price. Uh, when you buy with a lower price, obviously, it not only uh, you know affect your uh, ROI, it also affects your uh, uh, property taxes because your property taxes will be affected from the purchase price. So you wanna wanna use the strategies during this time when there is a transitional phase and there's some uncertainty and there's a seasonal you know period. If you're a buyer, you wanna use that to your leverage and actually use that time to be a more aggressive buyer and try to find that property aggressive in the sense that making offers and maybe multiple offers, um, you know, on multiple properties until, until you get one for, you know, until you make a one good deal. A lot of investors just don't take the time to, to travel and do that. I understand it's not always easy. It's time consuming. But if you're in that position, I would suggest you consider doing that um, and going after houses that have been sitting for some time. Um, 
um, uh, you know, listening for some time and, and making it you know work to your leverage. If you're a seller, that can be a difficult time to sell. I'm, I can tell you, I have multiple properties out there on the market listed for sale, and I have a few more that are coming on the market. So it's not pleasant to be a seller in that period. But it means I need to be more aggressive with the pricing. I probably need to do better marketing, maybe staging, all of those things in in order to help me sell. Uh, so it's definitely a challenge to be a seller in this period where we're talking about the winter months plus what's going on with, with the local economy. I see a question coming in. How do you find local economies outside of my area? Well, um, what I do, my rule of thumb is, my rule of thumb is, is the following, um, just to get started. Um, I like to go, I like to look for metros that are at least 2 million people population-wise and up. Go on Wikipedia, it will tell you, right? So many metros around the country will qualify for that. But for me, that's just not enough. That's a start. Usually when you have a metro that it's about 2 million people population and up, you're, you're already in a strong economy to begin with. Not always, but probably you are just right there. Now, on the top of that, I like to go to states that are showing demographic, there's a demographic trend of growth going to those states. Primarily, we're talking about the west states of the United States, the southern states. Uh, uh, I know the south, the south, southern states of the United States are showing most of the growth. Uh, you know, the, the growth patterns are coming from primarily the Midwest is kind of shrinking. More, uh, north, some of the Northeast is shrinking. West and South are the ones that are growing. So when you go to those, uh, uh, follow those trends, you will see that you're just on the, on the you're going into areas that are already showing. Past growth and projected growth to the future. Jobs and population, that's what we're looking for. Um, it's hard to find that information. You get to spend time reading and researching. Uh, one of the things that I see investors are doing, many times they follow the herd. I'm going to buy a house in Boise, Idaho, right? Which, by the way, I'm just picking Boise, Idaho out of nowhere. I like Boise, Idaho. There's nothing wrong with Boise, Idaho. But for my book of, of investing, it just doesn't qualify the, what I'm looking for, the local economy, the local size, the employment, and all of that. So I'm just using Boise, Idaho. Nothing wrong about, you know, Boise, Idaho. But as an example, I hear investors going to Boise and saying, okay, um, my friend went there. I should go there too, right? Why? I don't know if it makes any, any sense to do that, right? Maybe. Maybe you have a specific deal. Maybe you have a specific information. You know, real estate doesn't have inside info. If you know of, uh, let's say you know... Amazon is, you know, HQ2 is going to Boise, which I don't think that's, uh, that's what's happening. And you know it's going there. Well, that would be something like, like an inside info, though that doesn't really exist in real estate. So um, you, do, you need to do some research. You, I would say you have to first decide what you're looking for and what criteria you have before you determine um, which, you know, how to find a metro to go to. The information is out there. It's hard to, you know, time-consuming to put all of it together, but definitely out there once you know what you're looking for. What I'm trying to say here is that use this period of time to be a buyer. Use this time to make, you know, lower, lower than asking offers, especially on houses that have been sitting there for some time. It may work to your favor. Don't use it as, a, oh, real estate is now uncertainty or real estate is we're not sure what to do. This is an opportunity for you to leverage and make more um, you know, as they say, as we say in real estate, you make money when you buy the property. So buy well, this, you know, when markets are slow, 
or, 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 or there's slow activity, buyers are, you know, are the, uh, have the upper hand. So that's what I'm trying to make, uh, you know, the point I'm trying to make. Um, I am done with what I wanted to cover. Uh, I, I would love to take some of your questions regarding to the topic or regarding to real estate investing uh, you know, at large. Hopefully I can answer them. I'm not uh, an expert in every aspect of real estate investing, but I'm definitely going to try and do that. So I'm going to wait for another 20, 30 seconds and see if you have any questions to me regarding the topic or real estate investing. I'm just going to kill time with uh, talking so you know I'm still here uh, and I'm waiting for some questions. And if we I don't have any more questions, we will do a wrap for today. And if we do, that'll be great. In the meanwhile, I'm just going to say, uh, if you're not sure what you want to do or you're a little bit confused or, or if you want to have, uh, you know, um, have a specific you know, question or situation that you want to run by or not sure what to do, get in touch with us. You know, no strings attached. Uh, we'll, we'll do a, you know, a 20, 30, 40 minutes call, depending on how extensive you, you know, the, the topic, no charge. We'll see if there's something we can help you with, if uh, we can be involved with your investments. You know, we've been doing it for many years, helping a lot of investors invest. Uh, so by all means, just send us an email or, um, you know, put a, you know, put a, a note in Facebook. I'm going to put the email here. And we'll be happy to just to, to see if the, we can even help you all together. I see there are no questions coming in. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time. As I said, we do this every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, California time. Uh, and we record it on three channels, on Facebook, on YouTube, and down to our podcast. So this uh, episode is going to be on the podcast and on YouTube probably within an hour or so. So you can consume it uh, in those methods. And our website is simplydoit.net. Simplydoit.net. If you want to get in touch with us through the website or through the email, however suits you best, I hope you have a terrific rest of your day and also a great weekend. Shabbat shalom, everyone, and have a terrific weekend. Bye-bye.